What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Today with me, I've got esteemed guest and friend of the show, Andrew Allen. We're going to do things a little bit differently. Um, we always have a great time talking off camera with uh, Andrew, so we're going to kind of do like a hybrid fireside chat. We're going to bring the charm of DJ DeMarco in, and we're going to talk shit. We're going to laugh. We're going to have charm? a glorious, glorious time. And the, st- the show has started, so what's up? What's up, Andrew? Yo, what's going on, fellas? Dude, long time, no talk. And uh, <laughs> we've got a lot to talk about. There's, there's a, there, there are a shit ton of things that have changed in the world since, well, that's, I mean, since you were last on the show, we talk almost every day, but I want to know, man, what, what's, what's on your mind, dude? What kind of rabbit holes are you going to lead the Rick's mind team down today? That's what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me back. Uh, it's always a pleasure and joy to be on here. Um, so I've been real excited, looking forward to myself. And yeah, like you said, there's been a lot going on, like, and just like even in my life and your life and just news and whatnot. Um, you know, what I was thinking back though when our first podcast was, it was the 75 hard and uh, we mm-hmm. talked about it. And do you know what the very first thing that really got me spiraling to like want to do the 75 hard was? Do you remember? When I got uh, fucking fat shamed at that fucking amusement park. <laughs> Oh, that's and right. They kicked, they kicked I off forgot that about that. They kicked you. They kicked yeah, man. Heavy I was, ass I was off all butt hurt and I was pissed off. And it was one of the big rides I wanted to go on the Millennium Force, the 300 foot one. They fucking kicked me off and said there wasn't enough big straps for me. And I was like, <laughs> that, that like hurt me. I was like, pissed. And that started this whole thing where we are today. Did you guys see what happened in Orlando yesterday? No. 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 What happened? No. Dude. I was in Orlando in July or June, okay. and I saw this ride, and I, I saw this thing, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. Never in a million years would I go on that. A 14-year-old fat kid fell off the ride and died yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. This, so no. Oh, Dude, my God. That's terrible. horrible. Like, he, was, like, he was like one click. Probably, I don't know if he clicked. And oh. that kid probably wishes he would have got fat shamed. I feel so bad for him because like, I would rather be fat shamed than fall off a roller coaster, too. And oh my god! It's crazy. And there was there's a video of it too. Like it's pretty disturbing. Where like he, he wasn't oh, all the way up, but he John was high up, and you like, you see him fall, land, I, lay there. People. CBS News. The video just started playing on my screen, and I swear to God, the news anchor just called the guy a gentle giant. A gentle <laughs> giant. Dude, he died. Supposedly fourteen years old, and he was so big they couldn't click on the thing. And if Damn. you see this ride, it's like, it's like a free for all. Like it lifts you up, but not only yeah. does it lift you up, it lifts you up. Oh, is like it? It's the bouncing ones right? in the air. Then yeah. it spins you around, and then it drops you again. Damn! And I guess he fell in the drop down, dude. Oh, so think God. think about this. So think about this. <laughs> the ride like, came down, and he didn't. <laughs> well, you're thinking. You're thinking, man. I'm so excited for this ride. You know, ever the 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 fun, the thrill of like roller coasters and shit. Is you think you're gonna die? You know, you're like, oh man, this is scary. And then you actually like you're like worse. actually die though. Yeah, all of your fears are realized as you slip from the harness and you're just like I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of fear. Poor Rip, rest in yeah. peace. I'm sorry I laughed. Yeah, it's I just wasn't, terrible. Sure. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, we can and like, and you see it too. You kind of see him on there, and he does it doesn't click very much. And like, at least I think rule of thumb should be three clicks. Like click, 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 like. Yeah. And maybe suck in and try to get like one or two extra. So I don't know if it was a malfunction or if the people like didn't check it well enough or what, because that kid definitely should have gotten like fat shamed and kicked off that ride because <laughs> that is this is a blessing. Terrible. But who knew what a turn of events though, what motivated you to get, you know, to work on your health also saved your life potentially. It, it definitely yeah, saved right. That's what I'm saying. Like like never again. This is, like if this I'm is even a positive close, thing when fat shaming could be good for people. Yeah. Right, I think that's that's the thing. I think, do you know the two f- uh, number fat shamer should be your doctor and amusement parks. You do- you, <laughs> so you're like, if you're fat, you're not riding the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dog, dog. Come back in six months. All right, when you've lost about thirty pounds. And you, so, so that reminds me. You know, you want to know what one of my uh, guilty pleasure shows used to be? It's oh, my six hundred pound life, bro. I the yeah. doctor on that show. 
is such an asshole. He'd be like, uh, I'm not going to perform. I think it's like gastric bypass surgery or something like that yeah. on you mm-hmm. until you've like drops 70 pounds. Like don't even fucking come back in here, lose the weight. And then I'll consider it. And I was like, damn, this guy's hard. Well, that's like the, you can't, there's a certain weight limit. You can do those surgeries. Like a, you can't, you have to not be so big that they can't like guarantee your heart's not going to give out on the operating table too. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's this is this is true. I mean, I, I mean, actually, I have no idea. Did she like go back and gain weight? Like he told her she had to lose weight. Oh, that definitely. And happened. The bitch came back fatter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happened. Yeah, I, I yeah, watched uh, Hoarders. Hoarders buried alive also was a, a guilty pleasure back in the day. When I used to watch way too much TV. Uh, Where they would just the, find the dead cats. Oh, like stop. the house would just always reek, and there were just numerous dead cats. Yeah. Well, dude, I have an idea for a, a reality TV show. Um, and this is a this is a a multi this is a multi season amazing show. And if you're listening to this, you can steal this idea because I don't think I'm ever going to do it. So carte blanche <laughs> here, but just credit me if you will. I think you know those guys. That, they're in every neighborhood, maybe not in every neighborhood, but they like to collect junk. They're like quarters. They're like project guys. They got a bunch of cars and shit. And they're always oh yeah, like junkyard guys, yeah, dude. You 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 find like ten of them. You know, you go to Tennessee, Alabama, California, Nevada, whatever, all over the nation, and you say that we're going to give you guys like five hundred thousand dollars if you you have to you have to stop buying shit other than the parts to fix your shit, and you're going to sell it. And it's like you have a year, and you just roll the footage of these characters of them fixing up their cars and selling them, and you could you could do like a cost analysis, and you could see who wins. And so they're making money, they're cleaning up their property, and then the person that makes the most money or like sells out, sells all their shit, finishes all their projects, wins the competition. I think that that'd be a good show. That'd be kind of cool. I think you should just film poor people in general and just follow them and watch them. They're hilarious. <laughs> Me being a I poor mean, person as well. Honestly, as a fellow as a fellow poor, you get yourself into like random shit so often. Honestly. Yeah. You know, I went to Costco today and I actually got robbed. Wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> like how? Dude. Like pork dude. was too expensive or, or what? Yeah, dude. The inflation here is insane. Oh Jesus. What okay, so <laughs> that's what you're you, saying. Dude. Yeah, I could I, I dropped five hundred dollars a day at Costco, which normally God. that kind of haul is usually about three hundred like to three seventy. Yeah, you know, I, I just kind of stocked up in a lot of the proteins and stuff like that. But like normally, yeah. a, a bag of chicken I can get would be nineteen ninety nine. Now it's thirty four ninety nine. Like prices oh, are damn, insane right dude, now. Damn. What, what? What? Like two weeks ago when we did our the last time Rick and I did a fireside chat, we recorded one and uh, he like you didn't even realize there was inflation. Well, like, I thought it was like no, I thought it was like six percent. No, it it's like, like it's up to it eight like, now. No, it's not. It Google, was last it was month like, was seven no, no, point no, no. nine. Se- that was like seven, like two or something like that. No, seven nine. Well, February, whatever it is, it February into March, down, know, year was seven that nine. That was insane. The Federal Reserve is going to yeah. raise the rates, and that they're going to. As gonna, I've gone, I've basically had to start eating like vegetarian. I can barely afford to buy meat like at all. Weed, oh yeah, like, and that's what I all I bought today because like you know I'm trying to get a lot of protein in and yeah, yeah I have, Krista, my wife is a vegetarian so she kind of has all the veggies. So like, all right, well I'll get the proteins and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was insane. Damn. So this Dude, is seafood, like seafood. Try to get seafood in the Midwest. You might as well not even do it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like you couldn't even buy seafood in the Midwest like that was any good if yeah. it wasn't already frozen. Holy fuck yeah, that. No. So wait, the, the inflation rate is seven point nine percent right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, like last, it was uh, Feb- February year yeah. over year was seven nine. Yeah, I thought it was at six, but I guess it's damn close. Nah, to it's 8%. bad. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. That's, you know how I know? Like I, I really first know, saw but... it because I went to go get my Klaus and pickles, and normally they're three ninety nine a jar, mm-hmm. and they were five forty nine for a jar. Oh god, this is like I kind of feel weird because like I haven't really felt the squeeze. If I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with both you guys, like. I don't drive. I don't have really have to drive for work. I work from home, so like I don't ever really need to fill up my tank. And um, I don't know, man. Like I, 
I, I mean, I, I've noticed a, a little bit, but it hasn't like I'm not like devastated by it at the moment. Gas is the one thing here, at least it's roughly the same as it has been mi- minus like the when it was like a dollar something during the pandemic, like the like early spring of the pandemic. But it's been about the same. It's like I think last I saw like four fifty five, four sixty, and it's been like that basically for like the last like three years. I think no, I'm feeling it here because fucking Midwest- high timeout. No, no, John, you are way off base. It's been like threes, like mid threes. That's four dollar, sure? five dollars. Yeah, thousand percent sure. One thousand okay, percent. Maybe sure. I'm wrong. I don't pay attention. I don't. I, I, I like, buy the gas and then I just cry about it later. This, I don't bother looking do. at the price anymore. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, but that's, I think that's the thing that I was saying. The Midwest, generally things have been so cheap out here. And now mm-hmm. we're seeing these prices that are probably like normal prices in the Northwest. But out here in the Midwest, mm-hmm. you're like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, like gas it's is gotten, still about like three fifty, three seventy here. It got up to the yeah. fours for a little bit, which was yeah. insane here. Like they've never seen that. That was the first time it's ever been that high oh. ever here. Damn. Oh, dog. yeah. I, Normally, I, mean, like, when I, when I lived I in Indiana here in twenty twenty. So gas was like one one nine ninety nine or something like that. It was under yeah. two dollars. When I lived in Indiana, I think the highest it ever got was like two seventy, maybe, and that was like. That was like right around some natural disaster, I think, when everybody was like panic buying or something. But it never really ever got much above two. If it was going above two, it was a big deal. Yeah, that's, um, that's, yeah, gas. Thanks, you know Biden. How, um, no. I, <laughs> you know how usually I come on here? I, I feel like I've always had a, a segment on how I shit on Ohio, Toledo specifically. Yeah, please, please, please. Ohio please has to be stopped. It does. Well, guess what? Today, I'm going to have something nice to say about Ohio. Oh, oh really? I can tell you this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So about a month ago, I went down to the um, Football Hall of Fame with my dad in Canton. Mm-hmm. And, dude, that was the coolest experience I've ever been to, ever, in Ohio. Really? It, um, it felt like a mausoleum or something like that. You just you felt the weight of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some stat. You might have to like look it up. They said, like... Since the course of time, like there had been like a hundred million people who've played football or some crazy Damn. number. And they're saying like from football, college, you know, obviously NFL, it's been like a hundred million people. There's less than four hundred in the Hall of Fame. Whoa. Wow. So yeah, Whoa. it was kind of I mean, considering like how old- over the age of six in twenty eighteen, five point six or five point one six million people played football Man. in the United States in one year. Yeah, so you if know, you go back from like 1800s or whatever, something crazy stat like that's why. Or maybe when they started doing it and um but it was a cool experience and uh I feel like it was a thing that like if you're a football fan or just maybe a history fan because they had mm-hmm. so much stuff and it was going through the decades so it talked about like how the you know they allowed black people in the NFL and then they didn't for a while, then they let them in and you know, it was like a huge history lesson as well of just like not only football, which was really cool. That's I mean, really cool. Do we know why that? So, what do you know what years they were allowed in and then like why they're like, nope, this is bullshit. You're out, dude. <laughs> there was so much information. Like, it's been a month now. So, like, I've forgotten a lot of stuff. There was so much information to take in. You probably could have like used two days, but um, I feel like it was maybe around World War One or the. the you know, the crash, like in the 1920s. And then I think there's like a 13 or 14 year gap. I don't know, they have all this information there and I've obviously have already forgotten it, but I learned a lot when I was there. <laughs> what an impactful experience. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think that, Oh, here it is. Uh, from 1934 <laughs> to 1946, the owners agreed to completely ban black players from the league. There you go. Yeah. Just, just cause just like, just, I just just because they they're racist, I guess. Just like no, you know? no. This I is mean, a, who who would have thought rich white people racist? Just absolutely, <laughs> yeah. didn't, they didn't have it. I think, but I do think that's 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 um that's pretty crazy. I love football. Um, it's it's an addiction of mine, and I get away from it for years because I think it's a it's organized violence. It's it's beautiful. I yeah, love but that's, it. That's why it's so great. <clears throat> exactly. But I try. It's a giant waste of time, in my opinion. Like I just sit on my couch. I'm just like, this is awesome, right? And I could, you could be reading a book. Fair. I could be I could be getting better. And for years I was away from it. And now, like the past la- last season, I went right back in. 
totally went right back into my old ways. I'm still listening to like sports radio now. And I hate to be that guy. Well, but, like the, the NFL's <laughs> fucking wild right now. All the trades and shit that are happening. You know, you have yeah. Matty Ice to Indiana. You got um <clears throat> Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Like I'm just like, what? This is crazy. Dude, did you see in Denver they had like a there was a fire in the stadium and I was joking and said some disgruntled Seahawks fan tried burning <laughs> down the stadium. I actually, I actually do want to get your 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 opinion on this. Uh, I think they should have got rid of Pete Carroll. I think you should have you should have you should have hired a, an agree, offensive 100%. coach. And you keep you keep Russell Wilson and then you rebuild the O line. Like I don't see why you would you would lose Russ. Well, before think? we start like getting my feelings, sir, I'm just gonna <clears throat> preface real quick. The reason why Ricky took a break from watching football is because he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. Fuck off. They have yeah, not been no, relevant in 25, honest, 30 years please. now. So I think it's real easy to step away from football. But once they start winning again, he's gonna be a, a hyper fan. He'll be in there. So mm-hmm. I just say that before I start kind of going in on my Seahawks. Oh well, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this: we, we're we're relevant, uh, kind of. Um, whether when we when are we ever gonna be able to get out of the first round? I'm gonna just while you're while you're saying this, I'm just gonna have Stephen A. pop in and oh, you know Jesus. start screaming about the Cowboys. I fucking hate Stephen A. But but yeah, yes, how the story is, man. A. Yeah, you're right though. Um, What's it? Pete Carroll's like the oldest coach in the league right now, and. <laughs> You know, he came in and kind of had his defense and kind of did the things he wanted to. But, you know, this league is ever evolving, ever changing. And kind of what was good 10 years ago is really not the case now. And so Mm -hmm. unless he's really willing to kind of try to get with the times, it's going to be a long few years for the Hawks because you see the the people going Super Bowls are all young coaches in their 30s. So you need – and he a good thing for him, he is kind of a young spirit. You know, he kind of has that kind of younger mentality. But, you know, he is Mm -hmm. still – the oldest coach in the NFL. And so yeah, he just got to just, there are things that he needs to kind of get with and whatnot. But as, well, as a fellow Seahawks fan, I, I think they got, should have got, I think, I think getting rid of Russ was the right move. Um, I think trade him now before he loses his value, you know, instead yeah. of just letting him walk, we can at least get assets for it. I think we should have fired Pete Carroll like three seasons ago, three or four seasons ago. Um, he, I, ever since I've been so out on him ever since the, the, you know, Super Bowl that will not be oh, named. Uh, and did that dumbass idea of trying Pass to throw the fucking I think that was Bevel's fault. I don't know if that was his. That was running backs in NFL history, you know. Yeah, that that's that's a little that's a little crazy, you know that that Super Bowl. One of the things that do now, I guess we're this is a sports podcast now, which I I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm okay with uh, that. <clears throat> Devonte Adams to the Raiders is that one blew my mind too. Like Oakland is, I mean, are they are they a legit contender this year? Are they? I mean, no, no, that I, division I is now crazy, dude. <clears throat> no. I know you got Mahomes. The AFC West now is probably the toughest division in football. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. Denver will probably be one in there. I think the Chargers will be two, and then maybe KC, then then Raiders. I don't know. It, it, it's crazy. We don't know. That's why the Chargers it is exciting. are going to go above the the Chiefs, dude. The Chiefs just traded so. Tyreek Hill to Miami. Yeah, but I mean, they still got the truth. I like, mean, they did, they do not have out the of truth. It. You have Kelsey as well, and, and they got uh, yeah. some draft picks, so that's going to be they got enough to compete. I mean, I think Herbert's going to pop this year. Good. I do think, I think Herber- this is going to be Herbert's coming out. Like he's already out, but I think this is when he's going to be like, "All right, I'm dominant. I'm one of the best QBs in the league," and I think he's going to be a pretty fun to watch this year. You think he's like, "I'm I'm an elite QB. I'm top top five. Do you think this this is the yeah, year because, for Herbert? Yeah. Why do you say that? Be obviously it'll be him, Burrow again, obviously Patrick. But I think Herbert, he's just too good. Like he is like the the biggest arm. He's just like he's like the stereotypical quarterback you want, you know. And mm-hmm. they're finally getting pieces. They should have. They should have won the playoffs last year. They should have just tied it and fucked the Steelers, but they didn't. And they did something stupid. They should have been in the playoffs last year. So now I think they're going to build from that. And then, well, that's one of the things I like. I think, about I think that's the team. That's one of the things I like about their coach. He's so aggressive. He is always going for it on fourth down. It doesn't even matter if the ball is at his own 30 sometimes. Like, fuck it, we're going for fourth and five. I like it. Mm-hmm. And, he, and and just getting Khalil Mack, you know, you have Boza on the end. He's going to be he probably 
even more aggressive. Uh, it, it's going to mm-hmm. be wild. I'm, I'm excited to see Russ in a Broncos uniform. Like that's going to be. I mean, that might so be. Don't the Cowboys with. hate the? Do they, don't the Cowboys have a rivalry with the Broncos? No, they're in no, the different divisions. The, the Red, fuck yeah, you. just everybody hates. They the have Cowboys, a divi- they fair. have a rivalry with the Redskins. Uh, ooh, ooh yeah, <laughs> the Commanders. Uh, or the, okay, the this commander. might this might be an obvious question, but um. Do you think, right, obviously now, there's the most and the best players in the NFL ever, like, throughout top to bottom. Like, I feel like now there's so many good players in every position. Like, I think the last 10, 20 years, you always had, like, Peyton Manning and, you know, Tom Brady, but there's always, like, one or two guys per, like, division. Well, I think now there's, like, one or two guys per. So... the real team. Moment. I don't know. Yeah. The, the real Top question. Top to bottom, is, NFL is the best it's ever been. Well, the real question is this, right? Like, <clears throat> it's two things you have to think about when talking about this. One is it the marketing and the proliferation of the game. The game grows every year. More people, more eyeballs mm-hmm. on it. The marketing's better, right? So you you get to pick up. Th- there's there's way more television. You get to watch um, hard knocks. You. Um, that one Amazon Prime show that follows a different team around. So there's more mm-hmm. eyeballs on it. You in you got social media, so you're catching up. You get to see the athleticism, like, you know. And the second factor, in my opinion, and I could be way off base to all of this, is it's not a defensive league anymore. Like it is not I mean the real reason though is is division one football is at its best, like top to bottom as well. You're getting a feed of way, much, way more players at a way higher level that are coming out, like coming out of college, doing shit that kids in college couldn't do. You know, thirty years ago, even twenty years ago. You're right. In that, the, the, a lot of that has to do with the strength and conditioning coaches, the diets, the act. So, you know, I th- I'm going to have mm-hmm. to say I think you're right because of technology. It's all, I mean, the, the marketing science. marketing reasons for sure too. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not wrong, but the D1 football too is is at at its peak that at least in my lifetime that I've ever seen it. It's I haven't seen it as good as it has been for the past like five seasons. Yeah. I, yeah. I got it. Yeah, I think you're right, man. It's, it's gotta be more competitive. I just, yeah, I, I, I think ahead. the top of it, there's always the top of the top, but I feel like now, like coming this season, I don't know who could win. Like almost every division, like the NFC West, you don't know who could win AFC West. Mm-hmm. Like there are like most of the divisions that like, you don't know where before, like there'd be years like, Oh, yep. That team's always going to win. That team's these teams always suck. Now it's like every team more than ever now. I think is very mm-hmm. competitive. I like that. No, you know the Rams are going to win the NFC West. Though. Yeah, the, like, the NFC. Well, there's I wait, mean, no way they're not going to just like steamroll everybody. But you have the card, the cards. I mean, if they get they figure out the Kyler Murray contract, which which I don't know if I mean I, I'm sure they'll figure out the Kyler Murray contract. So it's it's basically the Rams and the. Uh, Cardinals that are the, the the two top dogs, but then you also can't count out the San Francisco 49ers either. So there's three teams in that mix that are pretty good. The Isn't, Niners are good. The they, Niners uh, just didn't Garoppolo leave? No, Garoppolo he still leave? he's still there, dude. He's they still can't, no there. one wants him. And yeah, because didn't he have to have so, shoulder surgery? He's not very good, dude. Either. I can't. No, I don't know if you can like really. He's shit like on. above. He's above average, okay, but he's fair. not like he's not. He's like a he's like a light seven. All right, let's you know. let's do like a first take type deal. I've always, this is gonna oh, be hell fun. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm gonna ask Andrew, then John, you're gonna answer. And here's a question: Do Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G get picked up this season? Uh, people have been saying the Hawks are looking at them. I uh, I don't know. Like who who are they gonna where are they gonna play as a backup? Maybe I mean Baker as a mentor. Or I'm gonna come in. I don't think Baker's personality and John. Same questions goes to you. So I don't think. So mm-hmm. I think Baker Mayfield. Right. I think his personality is not that of a backup. I think he's got to be a starter. He's going to cause problems in the locker room. Jimmy G. He's I also believe, good enough to be a starter. I believe. Too. I believe. Yes, he is. He's like a top twenty QB. Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't know. I think that. I don't know if he has his market value is shrinking, and I don't know if uh, he might end up staying with the Niners. I have no idea. John. Same question to you. <clears throat> Um, I hope the Seahawks sign Baker Mayfield because I love Baker Mayfield. He's a great quarterback. I think he's, you've seen that when you put him in a situation where he is surrounded by a hell of good team, he can do some crazy shit. If he can get some good, get a better coach, perhaps 
that can work with him more to kind of like develop his skills just into a stronger, a stronger leader. I think, um, I think he'll get picked up. I don't know about Jimmy G. I have never really been hot on that train. You know, like he had the good, the couple good seasons where he played backup and occasional starter with the the Patriots, but like that's that's all Bill Belichick. That's you know Tom Brady was is a you know all time great, but most everybody else that's played in that position that's had you know like Matt Castle or any of the other guys that they've pawned off on other people they don't really do much. You know but Jimmy he, G's the best of those, but I, I think he might get picked up by like maybe a desperate team or like he'll become the best backup quarterback in the league. I mean that's fair, but I mean Jimmy G. I think I mean. I think he's special, right? Like he's been to a Super Bowl. He lost it. He took the the 49ers I mean, so to was, Rex Grossman is a Super Bowl quarterback too. Okay, really I understand that, but he also almost did it again, right? Like he was, you know, a f- he lost the game to the Rams pretty pretty steady, but he went into he's 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 a legit quarterback. Uh I oh, think yeah. he, right, he's I have a question for seven. you. Okay, what's All right, that? Rick. Who would you rather have as your quarterback, Jimmy G or Colin Kaepernick? Mm. Damn, dude! Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fucking roll with Colin Kaepernick, man. Oh yeah, I, I am. I would love to see him get back in the league, and I don't Me know too. if yeah, I don't know. I, I loved. Those what is it, like two two to three years and he was dominant when like he was crazy so, like three and a half I think dude he was that, so yeah. fucking good he was dude. good he was, he was so really good. good and he, he was games that those how many of those years? Super Bowl I know yeah, definitely those, those what those three four seasons when the they they Seahawks would go back and forth yeah those it was like 2011 12 13. Yeah. 14 Maybe around 14, that time yeah. yeah that those were such great games those are the best those are i mean they the the whatever the nfc championship game um when navarro navarro bowman's knee like fucking yeah shredded that chancellor like yep. destroyed uh was that Bronte davis yeah no dude, vernon, like, uh, vernon, vernon davis, vernon davis. yeah those sent him were, to the moon my god those were yeah. two i think that that might be one of the one of the best defensive so best all-around mm-hmm. football games i've ever seen in my life it was smash mouth hard nose you know you had the legion of boom you had patrick willis and navarro bowman it just fucking animals man yeah. um uh, i'll i'll that go was Smith, the fun league and, the and now we're just we're not there anymore like you said it's more sanity mm-hmm. no yeah dude i miss those days I miss those days. The rivalry. But, you remember they had, they had uh, Seattle. The Seattle PD had um, undercover police officers, like mm-hmm. in uh, in the stadium. Uh, oh because yeah, they were worried Pete about Carroll violence. and John Harbaugh hate each other, dude. Yeah, they did. And then a, a 49ers fan paid to have like uh, you know go Niners flown over Seattle. Like, dude, it was fucking. Yeah. it was insane. That rivalry was, was the best rivalry in football of all time. It was, it was great. Yeah. It was such. It was so good, dude. I miss that shit. There is really not so a rivalry you, right now, right like that right now. Do you? So going back, we talked about yeah. a little bit earlier. Since you know we have the best players now that we all agreed on, what do you think's like going to happen with the whole college NIL stuff and what's going on? Because people are getting paid right now. Man. What do you think about college kids getting paid and okay? All that so stuff? I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. I think I think two things. One. Fuck yes. I love that they're getting paid. I think it's beautiful. But I ironically, I also think it's gonna kill college football. I think that uh the name image likeness, um it's gonna create an environment and, and we're very close to it where there are gonna be super teams and the rest of, of everyone else sucks. I think it's it's and the, the one and done in college basketball has absolutely killed college basketball, in my opinion. Um, and I am, uh, I think because outside of my basketball team, which is the Beavers, like everyone's going to be there for, you know, three, four years. So you get to know the players, but if you're a Kentucky fan or a mm-hmm. UConn or even the Zags have done a good job at kind of keeping 
uh, their players around, but you don't have any, it's you're renting players, right? These players are going to yeah. play college basketball and they're going to bounce. So you don't, you don't get any cohesive cohesiveness of the team. Like they're gone after a year, if they're good to make to the league and kudos to them for fucking making that money. Right. But it's mm-hmm. a weird, I think that there needs, there. I think that we're, we didn't overcorrect. We've corrected the the injustices of, of the bullshit. But I think that it needs to kind of – I don't know. I don't want any, any of the money, but it needs to kind of swing back where we can get – just even based off of like how hard it is for coaches to recruit. Like I do believe – going. On, I think that's why Coach K is done. He's like, I can't – you know, I can't compete. Um, there's no loyalty anymore. These kids that I'm gonna bring, I'm bringing in top level talent. They're gonna piece and go to the NBA. Like, what's the point? I'm not gonna be able to to institute my program. What's the, I'm done. I've retired. I had the glorious time. So I just, <clears throat> I think that that yes, I'm super pumped that these kids are getting paid finally. But I think that it's gonna you're gonna see a bit of deterioration in college sports, unfortunately. And that's just my opinion. I, I hopefully I'm wrong, but that's where, where I'm at. John, go. So I think I don't think it's going to destroy college sports. I think if the NC2A continues to not just do, just not do anything, I think it will. It'll lead to the same situation they have with the college playoff, which has been by design forever having, you know, lived in college football most of my life. Uh it's always been just a crapshoot to stick, you know, Texas or Alabama or USC or, you know, Ohio State or, you know, pick your other teams in in the championship games. Um, but I think if I, I think the NC2A is smart enough, or I hope they are, <clears throat> to to do some sort of like I'm glad people are getting paid. People should have been getting paid for a long time. But I think putting some sort of like a control system so that you don't just have situations where you know, whatever school has the richest booster is going to be the best school. You know, um, I think there's, I think it's great that like, what was one of the first contracts signed was like uh, some, one of the players from the Iowa basketball team signed like a, a local endorsement deal with like a barbecue chain or something like, or like uh, the quarterback at Auburn, you know, endorsed Milo's uh, sweet tea and hamburger place. Like it's going to be shit like that. I think, and there's still going to be like at Oregon and Alabama and the big name guys that have name cachet already, you know, as freshmen or even sophomore getting like brand deals with like Nike or Adidas and shit like that. But I think it's, I think it'll, I hope that it'll settle down to where it's like everybody gets paid. Everybody starts getting a salary, like a stipend on top of their, you know, education and room and board and everything. It's either going to be that or college football is going to have to revert to like an entirely just like a minor league system where yeah, I, I think that's really kind of where college. they should go like that. You have your big 16 teams or whatever, 25, 32 teams, whatever. But those teams kind of should break off and do their thing and let college football be really college football. Like real college football like right now is like, D1 or D2, I mean, D3, mm-hmm. that's college football. So let these guys who are their goals are going to go pro, let them kind of even go pro. And like, even say, hey, we get, you can be associated with our university, but you're not a student. You know, you could use mm-hmm. our facilities or something like that. I don't know. Because I think that if you, if you have a kid that's like a number five star recruit coming to a campus and he already has $2 million, and then there's a kid on the team who didn't get anything, doesn't even on a scholarship, and this kid's going to be pulling up in a Ferrari and you know, Roy and Rollies and stuff like that. For like, you know, these kids who aren't, don't have those deals, they're still going to practice. They're still going to film and doing everything else other guys doing. Obviously, they're not the five-star recruit. But mm-hmm. maybe at the very least, give everyone on a team a scholarship because the case is not everyone on those teams are on scholarships. So give them at least I mean, that. To be honest, know? I think if the NFL were smart, which I, I don't think the NFL is as smart as everybody thinks they are, I think they're just, they go like they, the NFL could coast for another 20 years and still get like make multiple billions a year, gain viewership year over year forever because like football is the national sport of the United States. It's not baseball anymore, you know? And I think if the NFL were smart though, I think that the NFL should start like build a training system the way that like, 
professional soccer leagues in Europe have, where each club has like a B team. It like, you know, maybe has like one B team and there's a B league where there's now 64 teams and those teams play each other. And it isn't like where they can, you know, win their way into like um, the, the A league or whatever, but they're still getting reps. And that way there's, because I mean, there's, there's, there's a hunger for football always. I mean, there's like how many, like it feels like every every year there's a new startup league yeah, trying XFL's to XFL's coming try next do, year, you know. Yeah, is, is yeah. It? So it's like, oh my God. It, it it makes sense <laughs> that there's there's a fuck ton of guys that want to play football and that are good enough. And I think, I think if they did that, and then I think if college, if they let high school kids go pro if they wanted to, you know, like I don't think any kid, like very 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 few people could go out of high school and play in the NFL, but. If they wanted to do like the NBA, where they have the G League, they could go to the NFL and play in the yeah. B League for a while what? and develop if, and hey, get paid I'm a, instead of going to college. If I'm a kid, you know, I an athlete, and I just made a million dollars before I stepped on foot campus, and they tried to tell me to go to class, I would be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm a millionaire yeah. already. You know, I, I mean, they are the kids that do be that. Such a hard sell there. for me. I'm, I'm gonna go to football practice and go yeah. to the weight room and do that shit because that's what's gonna pay me. And I'm not even, you know, I'm going to take my time. Like, why would I even go to class at this point? I already have a million. Yeah. I'm richer than everyone that's teaching me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, why would I listen to you? Honestly. I'm going to do me. Uh, yeah, that's intense, man. Um, and that's a, it's a really good, that's a really good point. I, I don't know. I don't know what needs to be done. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very interesting time because, like, I, I do feel like, because everyone likes, you, know, you like it when the underdog wins or, you know, small team or something, which is why I love college basketball during exclusively during March, right? What you just never yeah. know what's gonna happen. You never know who's gonna go deep. You, there's always some there's always some amazing story of a team that <clears throat> that goes deep. I remember I think there's one going on right now. I haven't really been paying that much attention, but I remember George Mason like went super deep and everyone's like, what's going on? Or what was that last season? Oral Roberts. Yeah. Oral right? Roberts. There's a team this year that like, uh, I don't even know. I'm not even going to talk. It, the, their coach. The only reason he was able to like afford to, to be there full time. He says a pension from the air force and it's just a <laughs> no name team from anywhere. And they're fucking crushing right now. Or they were last wow. I checked. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, you know, ex- I haven't paying attention either, but, um, cause like you said, like we only care about college basketball during the madness and mm-hmm. really don't, do you know why people care about March madness? So we can fill our little brackets and then I just, let it get busted. And then, no, you know, like I fill it out, then it got busted, and I don't even care anymore. I'll, I'll watch enough championship. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, I filled mine yeah. out. I talked a I bunch of shit, year. and now I'm last. I talk so much shit to everyone, and everyone's like, it's so early, and I and I should have held my tongue because I mean, I'm last. You're a Cowboys fan. That's what Cowboys fans do. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Dallas is America's team, they're the best team ever. Um, I don't, dude. I don't even. Please, is Dak ever going to be able to do it? Like, I don't think yeah. he's the guy. If they man. give him, if they give him, what like else they should have paid him need? years ago? No, what else does he need? A defense. What else, dude? You're high. We have a fucking amazing defense right now. We have all the offensive weapons. There's no excuse. He's never had. He's never had a truly like great number no, one no. receiver that D- he can. Amari Cooper. No, dude. We have. Yeah. We have all the fucking tools. There is zero I excuse. I don't right think now. Amari Cooper was ever going to be as good. He's not as good as like Tyreek Hill. He's we like just, he is in the core, but he's not a target. Like he's. Just, we just cut uh I think Amari Cooper, but like we legitimately he has no excuse. We have an amazing deep for yeah, the I first think time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And you need to get a new coach as well. I don't know. Like actually it yeah. actually have a GM that isn't like an old oil band. <sighs> I'm kind of starting yeah. to think that uh, and listen, I have a love hate with Jerry. I love Jerry because he's hilarious and he's got a just a crazy personality. But I'm I mean, I'm to the point where it's like, I don't know what we're gonna do now. Cause all these teams in the offseason, like I've and maybe it's just because I'm paying attention. There's been so much movement from all these teams trying to go in and win big. And I'm like, what? we're not doing mm-hmm. shit right now, man. Or is it yeah, because they think that they're in Texas and that they're the Cowboys, that they're going to automatically win. Mm-hmm. 
just I'm just being attacked right now. This this podcast. Is it, I mean, but it's I mean, hello, <laughs> long suffering Seahawks fan here. Like outside of the past, what you've won the last, you've won a Super ten Bowl years? in the last ten ten years. So fuck you. Yeah, and then the one we were in, and when was that? Two thousand three, six, six. Yeah. yeah, outside of outside of like you know five years then and this in this like stretch of you know being good we were we've been garbage forever like truly special garbage like the browns level garbage hey do you know who isn't garbage who dude patty the fucking baddie did you watch him I last have, weekend I, I have not been um able to watch ufc because i've been traveling so oh long. dude patty the baddie man you gotta check him out he's Fucking hilarious! Is that the, the the guy from the Scouser from Liverpool. Yeah, he looks like a fucking. In his past life, he was like a a poor peasant, you know, his fucking yeah. bowl cut. But he, he would does not look like. Fucking, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Put him in burlap yeah. pants. Yeah, exactly. If you like, if you like, give him a little fucking coin bag tin. So can I have some coins? Like he looks like a fucking peasant, but he is bad. He just choked some dude out like in a minute. Like I just hope. I hope. That he keeps it up and he doesn't become an asshole like Conor McGregor. So it's like I can actually like feel good cheering for yeah. him. They I, said he got paid something like like ridiculous amount. Like he only 12, got like twenty four thousand dollars. Twelve twelve to show twelve to win. Plus he got a I think fight night bonus. That's so it. he made seventy four grand. I think. Well, I guess that's not bad. Geez. Like no, if Conor were to fight, terrible. he would have made. He'd be making. That's, what ten million? I think he was making a fight in UFC. No, 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 it wasn't. No, it wasn't that much. I mean, it, no, it they don't, they don't get that, that much to fight in UFC. So, so yeah, I mean, boxing. That's why everyone that boxing round. Get that yeah. boxing money. I don't. So the UFC, and I'm not sure how they get uh, away with this, right? Because um, you can get percentage of pay per view points. They obviously don't make as much money as like boxers, but like the heavyweights, I know they make a little bit more. I think that like a, the the earnings uh, for and this is the number that just it's popping off. Alistair Overeem at one point I remember looking up um, and this is a, a while ago. If you're a UFC fan, he made like seven hundred thousand dollars for one fight. And there's a lot that's disclosed uh, privately in the UFC. It's really wonky how they pay. They're very secretive how they pay people. Uh, fighter pay. They also huge. pay salary too. Why, dude, they don't make shit. I don't know what the... That, are you fucking serious? Like, what? According to this, the <laughs> average UFC salary for 2020 was 147000 No, 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 no. no. So the average UFC... So so are you talking about, like, administrators? Because the fighters... No, are, like fighters. They're independent contract. When I, when you say salary, I don't think uh, it, it means in, yeah. in a term, in the term of, like, you get paid monthly. It's, like, per fight, right? No, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's shit, right? So a boxer like Tyson Fury, Deontay, they made oh, like no, yeah, thirty million dollars like for one fight. Floyd, Floyd's made a hundred million dollars, right? For Connor, a fight. Connor McGregor made a hundred right? mil off that. Um, no, he didn't make yeah, that. Floyd, Floyd, Floyd made a hundred million off of that fight. Connor maybe. I thought made, McGregor made like no. ten or twenty million too. No, he probably did, but the UFC took fifty percent of that. That's how they got that fight. Set oh, up. I did. That not was in know the that. contract. And that's uh, that's a big reason why. And um, again, we're, I'm speculating right now. I'm not an insider by any means. But. So they just they just get away with paying him so little by just good old fashioned shitty capitalism. Just I put mean, him in a bad contract. Well, the fighters, the fighters, uh, because the problem that they're having is they can't. They're not going to be able to unionize. It is an individual sport, and it is it's the culture. It's an individual sport, man. So everyone's like, mm-hmm. it's all about me. Fuck you. Unlike yeah. baseball, same with football, boxing too. Yeah, um, unlike any of those sports where they they've like major sports in America, you know, uh, team sports, they all have union. But I mean, even like tennis, like tennis players are individual. They have a like a representative union that they they have that goes against whatever the organizing body yeah. in tennis is. Why yeah, UFC that, fighters have yeah, but they're also it's also not like super personal. It's not like you're talking shit about someone's family. It's the, the, the person's serving a ball at you. They're not trying to fucking knock you unconscious, right? So it's a right. bit different. It's, and plus, the UFC is dividing and conquer, right? It's like they're going to pay some mm-hmm. people a lot of money, quote unquote, and then others aren't going to get paid 
that much. Like if you're new in that And I game, think it's like a psychological thing too. Like when yeah. someone is fighting for like their literal life, when they like are broke and they don't have anything and they have to pay all like their trainers and their coaches and you know, their rent, they're living in a car. Like I think you get a better product when they're scratching <laughs> and clawing their way up top. Yeah, so like it's, honestly. it's UFC's incentive to pay up and comers shit because they need to have them struggle for everything. They need to go out and like, that's why Patty the Batty's doing so well. He's put on a show every time because he mm-hmm. has to. Yeah. And once he, like once he gets to the top, you know, and then he gets his millions, whatever I'm not. And usually it takes years too. And then you're kind of maybe in your prime or maybe kind of on the tail end of it. By the time you're, you know, you're a superstar, you're kind of not as good as you were when you're that hungry. And mm-hmm. so I think if the UFC did, you know, pay them more, if you get rich off of one fight and get your ass kicked, you probably won't do it again. You know, but if you <laughs> I, I if you get if you only get ten thousand dollars, you got your ass kicked. You know, I have to back. I have to go back there and try again. You know, mm-hmm. so it's that's so that's probably a reason why. Do I agree with it? No, I, I think that if you're stepping in the ring, everyone should get paid fairly and more, and be able to support their family and pay their coaches and trainers. But I, just, I think mm-hmm. that's why kind of a psychological thing. Dana's a fucking smart guy. He knows that. Yeah, like he, he knows if your back's against the wall and you have nothing. You're gonna you're gonna go out there and put on a show. If mm-hmm. you're this broke guy and the UFC offered you a two million dollar contract right off the bat, you say you go in there and get your ass kicked. You're like, well, fuck that. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. <laughs> but it was all guaranteed money. But the way their contracts or schedules are just it's so fucked though. Like like um, if you win the Ultimate Fighter, you get a six figure contract, right? Okay, so maybe that there is a little bit of it's it's a. a you know, hundred and let's say let's say one hundred forty seven thousand dollars not paid up once. It's paid out over multiple fucking years, dude. Yeah, it's paid out over multiple years, so that fucking sucks. And the other thing is, is like, there's no health insurance generally. I don't think like if you get injured in training, I think you're fucked. I think if you get injured during a fight, I think the UFC is going to pay for your medical bills. Uh, again, a lot of this is speculation. I haven't looked into this at all, so I don't know. Mm. But it's a, it's an interesting game. I love that sport so much. It's, I think I will take the UFC over football by just a scoach, just because it's just it's just there's so much drama, man. There's so many stories yes. and so many Dude, characters. Speaking of drama. I have a question for you. Yeah. Actually, I'll put a statement. Do you know who my new like, hero is? Who's like all time go is um Kane Velasquez. Oh yeah, I did know. Yeah. Tell the story. Did you hear about this story? I did, but tell it. He, he um pretty much found out his someone he knew or his uncle or someone was like molesting his his little niece or daughter. I can't remember exactly who it was, a family member. And mm-hmm. he went out there to go kill him, beat the fuck out of him, kill him. He didn't shoot him a couple times. The guy yeah, didn't die, him. but he went to the he hospital. Shot he like, shot him. Yeah, he shot him. <clears throat> yeah, Cain Velasquez should be a free man right now. So have you free seen Velasquez. Have you seen Have you seen the mugshot on him too? He's I think he's like mm-hmm. smiling. Yeah. He's like, yeah, all yeah. right, cool. Wish I would. He should have beat him so, to death. Yeah, yeah. That's it's super. It's super fucked up. Unfortunately, dude. Like, I just. He's got. I, I. I. I don't know. I think he's fucked, man. Like I don't think you get out of that, even though that guy deserves yeah, to die. I don't die think for you her. can get out of prison for that. I mean, but maybe who knows? Maybe we got a sympath- sympathetic jur- jury. Biden needs to pardon him. Come on, Biden. <laughs> That's not gonna and, happen. Yeah. So that story is crazy. But do you know who else is like crazy? This is why I love like the fight and martial arts because it teaches you like like you can go that route of supreme violence like Kane did, which is, I think is very justifiable, but you, once you've seen so much of violence, you can be calm, cool and collected. Did you hear what happened to Mike yeah. Tyson like a few nights ago? No, please no. share. I, I did. But he was at a comedy yeah. club, like in Atlanta or somewhere and enjoy himself. And a guy came up and like, was kind of being a little ruckus and eventually pulled a gun out on Mike and Mike just stood there. Didn't flinch. Just looked at him and went and gave him a hug and just de-escalated the situation entirely. Yeah. That's so crazy. Why would you pick a fight so with Mike Tyson? That, Good well, God. He had a gun. Well, that's the thing. Like, he's seen so much violence. Like, a normal person would have freaked out, been scared, maybe ran away. It didn't flinch him because his whole life was violence. Yeah. And he knows that guy was hurting. And Mike is such like a shaman himself. He knew this guy was mm-hmm. hurting and didn't want to hurt him. But, and he needed a hug. And Mike went and gave him a hug. And I think that's the 
that's the coolest it's thing so ever cool. right there. So fighting Mike's Mike Tyson is such a cool, cool person too. That like you said, like his whole, his whole life has been violence. Like he could literally kill somebody on like 30% punch, you know? And like to have that, like, like a responsibility that comes with that of being like that powerful a person physically to see him not turn into a piece of shit. Like what's his face? Uh, Floyd Mayweather and actually like be a decent human being and try to make up for some of the dumb shit he's done. Like is awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I really wish I, I can't, I got to get this story. He's got to go on his podcast and tell it. I got to listen to that man. Hot boxing with Mike Tyson is a treat. Shout out to you for telling me about that all those years ago. Yeah. I love that. That's a great. Well, but I think he was. Um, I think he was at a comedy club with Ti because I think Ti is trying to do comedy now. <laughs> what? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pr- promise you. T- man, oh God! T- stick to the me. reality oh, show comedy. So he was an God, actor. I, think, I, I wish he'd just <laughs> stick to rapping and movies, dog. Straight up. You know what? Shout out to you. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm. I'm kind of here for it. like. Like. I don't know if I'd pay to see. Well, I think what he's doing, though, is making a conversation about it and maybe putting people on, too. And, like, when he's at the top and you're older, like, I don't know if I want to listen to more T.I. music, to be honest with you. Like, he's not going to top King. No, like, no, I, no. I have that in my playlist now. I love it. I love what he's done. But, like, was a fucking great if he, album. like, puts out another album to, mm. at the same time, I'm going to be like, why? Stop it. Yeah. I don't so know, maybe man. good for him for like changing avenues and trying to do something, you know. That's true. But also true. comedy, like he was was he he wasn't even one know. of the funny rappers really that I recall. No, no, no. Wasn't. like that's probably why any, it's gonna I, be funny. It might be maybe, funny I, on a whole I, different I would, level. I would have thought if any rapper was gonna go stand up comic, it is gonna be Ludacris. Ludacris is a game show host now. I know, which actor. is such a he was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have stuck, but hey, he's got Fear Factor money. He's got, uh, you know, he's got acting money. He's got. I mean, I think he's a real savvy businessman. So I think he's got a. Shit oh yeah, ton he of was like he. The, I mean, he did. The reason he disappeared was because he went into real estate and made a killing. Oh fuck, he's dialed. Good for him. Yeah, I, he's dude, fine. I I love it when people don't mm-hmm. go broke. That makes me so happy. I love mm-hmm. that shit. Well, listen, I actually have to go. I got a hard stop here, boys. This has been a treat. We'll uh, we'll have to continue this at some other point, but I gotta go get strangled at class. So, um, jujitsu. So I'll see you. Okay. Uh, I'll see you guys later, Andrew. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. Uh, we got yeah, kind of short it. today. Yeah. This is the only time that we could, we could schedule it would work. So, listen, uh, gents, ladies, leave us those a five-star review on apple and if you think you know we're worth it maybe maybe subscribe on the youtube to get show that channel some love um as always thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week peace